Hey everybody, I wanted to do a quick walkthrough of Raptive. I'm going to be doing a more in-depth comparative video of Raptive versus Mediavine in another video, but I think because most people don't do walkthroughs of the Raptive platform, I really wanted to offer that so you guys can see what it looks like and yeah, how it functions. Um, now I will apologize in advance, I'm a bit croaky today, my allergies are acting up, but I will do my best to get through this without like hacking like some sort of like smoky Simpsons character. So this is the homepage of Raptive. Um, it looks quite different than Mediavine. I also love that it's purple. I mean, obviously, I love purple. Um, but I think when I whenever I share screenshots of this, even when I share screenshots with the logo in it, people are like, what platform is that? So <laughs> this is Raptive, guys, and I will take no more questions <laughs> when I share screenshots. Um, I'm just kidding. But this is where you're going to see your daily. So this is for yesterday. The 260.49 is what I made yesterday. Um, your month to date income. So it's 5,938. 5, now you'll notice it doesn't show the cents. And this is something that does kind of annoy me, but you can see it in the earnings area. Um, it just, it would be nice to see the exact pennies here. That way, like when you're doing your money tracking, you can be precise with it. Also because sometimes it rounds up. So if it's like, Point 0.3, it'll round up the dollar. And I don't like that. I mean, like, I don't know why it doesn't round up at 0.5. Weird thing it does, I couldn't tell you. But anyway, you'll know the money you're making. At my level, yes, I understand that a dollar is not like be all or end all. But if you're like, I don't know, if you you drop down a bit and you're making like a hundred bucks a month, a dollar would make or break you. Like it would matter. So it would be nice to know it precisely. And then you have your last month over here so you can kind of compete with yourself at the same time, which I think is fun. Um, I'm very self-competitive, so for me that's a great incentive. Over here we have this overview of our earnings and our sessions. Now I don't like looking at sessions, so I always switch it to page views because I care more about that. Um, and so here we can see like my earnings are in blue and if I hover over it, like this was my best day recently that was my $300 day. Um, my first one, I was very excited. It has page views of 9,388. Now, I mistakenly said on Twitter, and I think on Facebook as well, that it was about six or 7,000 page views, and that's because at the time it said like 6,500. And I assumed it's gonna get reduced <laughs> or like maybe go up a bit. I did not expect it to jump up this high. And that's because G4 takes 48 hours to settle on what your page views are. So at the time it did show that it was about 6,500. So I think I rounded down on one, rounded up on one. I don't know, I've been deliriously tired this month, guys, doing my best. <laughs> so I didn't know the exact page views and I apologize for anyone who was slightly misled by that. I did try to specify that it would change, but I didn't expect it to change this much either. So here we go. So we have 9,388 page views that day that resulted in $307 for the day. And then you can see it dropped off a bit totally normal, natural traffic progression to have some peaks and valleys, um, but it's nice to be able to see at a glance like what you made every day. Now I don't check it specifically for the exact amounts, but if I wanted to, this is what I would do that for. So here I would come in and be like, okay, here's the page views, here's the income I made. And you can even see like for yesterday, it doesn't even pretend to report it until like another day later and it'll do its best, but like it's not going to do a great job. And so you can see I'm fully transparent. Here are my earnings for the last month. If you guys want to see all of them, um, it's been going up 
pretty significantly, which is amazing. Uh, I've had one $296 day and then the $300 day here, and I cannot wait to get to all $300 days on this. Over here, we have a by device breakdown, so for earnings and page views, to see where are you getting the most traffic and where are you making the most money. So for example, on desktop, I make a significant amount of money on desktop considering it's a significantly lower chunk of the pie over here. Now it's still on track in a similar sort of like breakdown, but it's good to know because like let's say, um, like for my She Knows SEO site, it is far more desktop users. So because of that, I'm going to be able to optimize more for desktop users because that's where I get my traffic from. And I think it's because it's like a work thing. Like if you're looking at SEO stuff, you tend to be in work mode. So you're on your desktop, I guess, um, or on like a laptop, like desktop is any sort of thing like that. Mobile is just a phone. Then down here we have traffic by source. So where my traffic comes from, basically it's Google and email. And then like other as if other people share it to social, I don't do any social media for this site, but you can see how much um, of my traffic comes from each percentage. And then you can see my video earnings. Now video earnings are interesting because they both come from you uploading videos to their system, just like with the Mediavine player that they have. Um, I don't do that with Raptive. I've never uploaded a video here. It migrated over three test ones that I had done on Mediavine, but they're, they're test ones, like they're not very good. Um, so this comes from like it playing videos on that corner, like that kind of the little, I don't know, video thing that shows in the corner of the screen. That's what this comes from. Then if we go over to the earnings, I am gonna show you more earning stuff, guys. Um, okay, so here we have again, day, month to date, last month, but down here we have last 30 days for the earnings. You can change this to whatever setting you want. I can go back and look at earlier times if I want to. Um, and then again, I always set it to page views. And so here you can see your page RPM. It's dropped a little bit for me. It was at 3350 more recently, um, about a week or two ago, but now it's 3306. Fair, it happens, especially while like we're doing back to school stuff. Still the highest RPMs I've ever had. So still really, really great. Um, and so you can see your averages there and you can see it does change significantly from sessions to page views. And obviously it's way higher with sessions because people see multiple pages on a session typically. And so then here you can see that uh, graph again. Down here we have our RPM versus our page RPM. So how much the site makes on average versus how much each page makes on average. Um, then we have the device breakdown, so earnings per device. And this is where you can again see like for desktop, it gets a lot less in terms of traffic. Um, it's less than half, but it makes about half, uh, just over, under, just under half the amount that this makes. No, over, over the amount half. Yeah, not great at instant math, guys. And you can see that the RPMs differ on it too. Pretty normal because desktop, you're going to get more ads showing while the person's on the screen. Then we have earnings by ad unit, so you can see which ad unit is performing best for you. Uh, content are going to be the ones inside the like content lines as you read when the like ad is in the middle. That's what that is. Um, video is going to be kind of varies. There's the like video in like the sidebar bit, and then there's videos inside the content too. Um, and it can do videos onto YouTube videos that you embed. Um, sticky outstream. I never remember the difference between these two, so I just kind of lump them in together for overall ads um, in terms of like video ads, uh, but you can ask them to explain that more. I did once and I have forgotten the answer. Footer is going to be anything that shows in the footer uh, or like, pardon me, in the footer. Um, 
in that bar that like hovers at the bottom of the page as you scroll, that's what that is. Sticky sidebar, self-explanatory. Interstitials, when you click between pages and an ad pops up. I'm currently testing this. I turned it on like a week or so ago. It doesn't really do much and I'm kind of annoyed by it. So I'll probably turn it off. Then we have below posts. So that's after all of the content. Obviously it makes less money because less people are gonna see it. Um, and then recipe is going to be, uh, I have like one recipe post that I have in there that uses um, the recipe schema from Mediavine. So it is like set to have ads in it. So it doesn't do great because it's not the focus of my site. And then over here you can see the different um, players for, or the different video and their performance for Mediavine, or Mediavine for Raptive. So yeah, there you go. Then for by page in there, you're gonna be able to see um, how each page is performing for like traffic, for revenue, all that stuff, same as Mediavine. Um, it does have an interesting one that's like visibility score, which I don't remember Mediavine having, but maybe I have forgotten, um, where it will show you like, how or the, the percentage of people who actually see ads on that site uh, or on that page and that might be that it's loading too slowly it might mean that people are like coming in and then leaving before they see it it might mean they're not scrolling the whole way through the page so like none are going to have a hundred percent but like if it's under 50 percent you've got an issue and you need to work on that then you can see by traffic source so like where we're getting um our stuff from so google search for me is like where i get all of my traffic but interestingly, the RPMs from Pinterest and Facebook are higher. That's likely because I don't do them very much, so they're not super saturated. It also means that like people are probably sharing it for me and then are already sharing it to an engaged audience. I don't do those, so not my thing. Um, I do Google search and direct, and that's all I do. Brand safety is an interesting one too, because um, I, again, I don't remember Mediavine specifically having this, but I have one post on my site with cocktail recipes. And so some brands don't want to advertise on that because it is alcohol. So that's why it's a medium risk. So here you can have our, you can see may cause a small impact on ad spend slash CPM. High would cause a significant impact. So that would likely be more like gambling. Um, if it was like maybe your whole site was alcohol based, maybe your site is more cannabis based or something. It doesn't mean you're not going to get ads. It's very much up to the people who are spending money on ads, so the advertisers themselves, what they're going to pay for, what they're okay with. So this is the traffic page. Um, interestingly, it shows different page views than I have reporting. So I'm going to use the G4 Looker Studio um, that is free and that I fully rely on because I hate looking at the normal Google Analytics now. Um, it's just easier to see all of my stuff. I just need to set it to last 30 days. So Raptive said 225,000 page views, but G4 says 233,444, um, which is significantly higher. Now before it has under over reported by about a thousand, and that's usually because like, like I said earlier, it takes a bit to update. So it's never shown this much of a discrepancy before. For me, it's usually been about a thousand under, um, but I don't know if that means that I don't know, yesterday didn't seem to be a crazy high day. It's been pretty standard for me. Um, these are users to be fair, but I mean, still doesn't seem like a massive difference. Even on their own graph, it shows us like kind of a lower than average day, which is pretty common for me midweek now. For some reason, like since I talked about on Twitter that like weekends, my traffic is shit. 
weekends have become great for me. Like, I don't know what happened or like what switched, but recently weekends have started to actually perform decently well for me, where it used to be like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were my peak, but I don't know, things change. So yeah, here you just get kind of the um, snapshot that you would otherwise get from Google Analytics. The reason I showed you that is to show that like, don't rely on this, look at actual Google Analytics to know your traffic more specifically. Um, it does its best, but it is pulling from that and it's pulling like delayed from that as well. Now my favorite part of Raptive, beyond the fact that I make more money with it, um, is the content optimization tool. I think this is amazing and something that like every ad network should build into it because it just helps them make more money. Like it makes no sense to me that they don't. So the content optimization area, this content brief section, basically creates briefs like Rank IQ, like Surfer SEO. It is powered by SEMrush. So if you go back to my content optimization like showdown video where I compare a bunch of them, I do take you through a specific one here and show how it looks. So I recommend watching that if you wanna see what the heck Content Optimizer is. Um, but I love that it gives you this for free. You get 40-4-0 per month for your site. Now, I don't need all of those. And I do have, like, I have Neuron Writer. I still have Rank IQ. So I have too many. So what some of you might be like is, Nina, you didn't blur out the specific content briefs below. No, I didn't, because they're not mine. <laughs> I did these for my users. Um, I asked in two of my Facebook groups, my paid ones for my students. I was like, hey, do you guys want a content optimizer? Send me your keyword. I'm not going to find it for you. Send me a keyword, and I'll email you the report. So these are from my students. So they're not mine. I cannot attest to how well they will work. But yeah, essentially I get to do 40 of these a month. And then what I find really cool is the content ideas. Every month it analyzes your site and tries to find opportunities for content to improve. Now it doesn't always get it right. Like here it says just Iowa. That's not a good keyword. That's a bad keyword. Um, and to be honest, like the post I have for that doesn't really rank for that keyword on purpose. Like the, it does, it's not meant to. It's not going to work for that. So I didn't run it, but you can see I ran all the other ones. And now it only shows five here, but when you actually like, when it shows all of them, you can cycle through. So I think it was eight or 10 this month, but basically it goes, hey, here are the posts on your site. Based on when those keywords have trends, we see that those are gonna pick up in the next few months. So you should update this content because you're not ranking number one for this specific keyword we've chosen, which sometimes is a secondary keyword. It is not always the primary keyword. They've just picked a keyword. And so because of that, you do have to like use your common sense. So for me, I wasn't gonna do this one. Um, I just left it. But the other ones I was like, actually, it's a great idea. Let's update those. And so it'll give you a full content report for that one and it can import the post from your site automatically. So you can just edit it quickly in there and then move on, which is great. But I really love these tools because it means that like they want you to improve as a publisher and it, like, it just serves to benefit them that they're gonna improve too. Then the keyword research area is where we can actually find keywords. I will say it's not the best and it, yeah, it needs some work. But if we put in something like the spring break destinations, and then I didn't even have to click find keywords, just started running, um, it's going to bring up some keyword suggestions. Does this replace key search or hrefs for me? No. I don't think it's super great, to be honest. Um, it does its best, but you can see like they're kind of all over the place. Um, this one's pretty general, but it does this even for specific ones. If I put in something like spring break destinations, East Coast USA, it would not contain itself there. 
And I get that like key search and Ahrefs kind of wouldn't either to some extent for related searches, but usually the first couple would, and it doesn't really sort itself that way. It sorts itself by opportunity, which is how much traffic it thinks it would get you per month. Um, it does not take into account how difficult it is. Um, and yeah, so it's not, not great, but it's something, I guess. So I don't really use this one, but it's here. Learn is an area where you can go to watch more videos that they suggest on like how to get better at optimizing content. You do have to like be a Raptive publisher to watch them, which kind of sucks to some extent. They have some free ones, but the best ones they do hide for publishers. Um, yeah, then videos is where I have the three shitty videos, but you would just upload videos there, just like Mediavine. Payments is where you're gonna see your payment details. I'm not gonna show you all that. Ad preferences, I think, is something people need to know about. Um, for anyone watching this who is like, I am never gonna show ads, they're awful, they show too often, blah, blah, blah. You have complete control over that. I hope you realize that. So you can adjust however you want. So I had the Raptive team optimize mine to begin with, and then I changed them a bit. So you can have them just auto do it all the time. That's where you're more likely to get ones that are probably a little bit, like showing a bit more often. Um, I'm pretty specific about where I want ads to show. Like I do not want it to show inside of my intro. I don't want it to show inside of certain div boxes that I make, all that stuff. But if you don't care, just let them run it. <laughs> um, the great thing though is that you have control. So look at all these sections that you can choose whether or not you want any of these to show for your people. So I turned on mobile interstitial recently as a test. I don't really like it. I'm probably gonna turn it off. I think interstitial ads are just kind of annoying as a user. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that I'm not making a bunch off of it. I've seen other people, I think fat stacks maybe, or maybe fat, one of the, one of the fat Joe Davies or fat stacks, one of the two on Twitter, um, talked about how it does well for them. So I was like, cool, I'll try it not working for me. That's fair. It doesn't work for everyone. Everything will be customized to your site. It needs to be. So probably in another few months, I'll ask them to optimize it again and see based on what's already performing, what else we can do. But this is where you can adjust things. Now you can also email them and they'll do more adjustments. So on Mediavine, you can just select like, okay, I want it to show 10%, 20% or 30% ads on my content. Um, here you don't really do that. You set that with them via email when you start when you start up with them. So you can adjust it via email with them at any time. But here you can see as well, we've got some stuff for, um, where's the Raptive email entity identity? I always forget that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it's for cookies. Never mind. ignore it. What matters more, um, which we need to work with, is having it reduce uh, oh, cumulative light cumulative, I can never say that word, layout shift on your ads uh, or on your site. So the problem with that is, and I found a few people who joined She Media recently had massive issues with this that She Media like couldn't resolve for them. And so both Mediavine and Raptive will fix this for you, which is great. It just means that like things are going to load better essentially in like very, very, very dumbed down terms. Things will load, your ads will load faster, it will not wreck all the other things on your site. Then I had to give them permissions to like set up my ads txt file because Mediavine did not want to help us move that over. Um, and then here for ad categories, you can choose what type of stuff you show. So I also know that tons of people are like, I don't want to show like drugs or something on my site because uh, it's like for kids. Okay, turn it off. Turn off any of these that you don't want. I think it's really interesting too that some of these um, are quite different than what Mediavine had. 
So like the uh, significant skin exposure, they'll specifically look for images, which like might be PG-13 in terms of like what the content is, but if it shows a lot of skin, like someone's in a bikini or something, they will not show that ad on your site, which can be great, especially if you have a religious site. If, I don't know, whatever your uh, morals are, you can adjust any of these you want. Now, in my opinion, and I'm just gonna share that quickly um, for two things. Number one, show ads on your site, make money, you deserve it, users ignore them. Number two, um, these are all based on your user and what they've otherwise seen. So if your user is going to dating websites, show them dating websites, who cares? Like it's on them. Um, if it's a safe search kind of thing for a kid, then like the dad shouldn't be looking <laughs> at like dating websites that on a site his kid is on or on a computer his kid is on if it's not another account or you should clear some stuff. Um, so like to me, I'm like, that's on you guys. That's not on me to deal with. However, if you want to be that gatekeeper for your stuff, go for it. I don't care. My site, the majority of the ads that like based on my family and like the different people in my family who have seen it, um, who don't understand that I don't select these ads, they're like, wow, you're working with TD. Wow, you're working with like the Hudson's Bay company. Um, like random things where I'm like, those are just stores. Who cares? Like it's not showing anything completely terrible. And even if it was, it would be based on, and, and I don't think anything is terrible if you're into it, go for it, whatever. But well, that's not true. We're not going to get into the morality of that. Um, but I'm like, if you want to see dating websites, if you want to see CBD stuff or alcohol, I don't care. Like that's on you. If you're into that, go for it. So yeah, that's kind of my little morality spiel. Do what you want. And then resources is going to have more learning areas, but yeah, this is how it works. So now that you've seen what Raptive looks like on the back end, go watch my new video that'll be out very, very soon on Mediavine versus Raptive. So we're going to actually compare my experience with both of them so you can see why I changed and what the differences are because they are very different for being quite similar <laughs> programs um, and the differences will surprise you. So there are things like Raptive takes more money from you, but do you potentially make a lot more money in the end? We shall find out. So I'll see you there. And if you have any questions about Raptive, feel free to drop them in the chat. Um, they just opened an affiliate program, which like I did not know about when I started this, but I will say like I freaking love them and I've been repping them since before they had that and I will keep repping them, but I will drop my affiliate link in the description of this video. If you are like eligible to join, um, you do have to have 100,000 page views, please apply through my link. I would appreciate it. Okay, bye everyone. See you soon.